Here we go. Live from our mom's basement studio, it's the Full Scoop Podcast. Rude, crude, and lewd. It's the show where we bring you yesterday's news tomorrow. Strap in as we dive into headlines, skits, conspiracies, and more. And now, here's your host, Hello. Actually, friends, today I am your host, Antonio Carrillo Guerra. And I am proud to be in the studio today with Johnny Kelso and Winston Smith. Antonio, mucho gusto. Mucho gusto. I know, you know, we do have a, a set topic today, but Mrs. Smith actually came up to me a few days ago and she said to me, Hey, babe, would you ever move to Alaska? I said, wow, you know, it's actually a very interesting question because I know that Alaska offers all kinds of crazy incentives for people who move there in terms of like cash, cash, uh, tax breaks and cash bags and things like that. So there's actually a lot of pretty good money to be made just for moving to Alaska. And I hear that it doesn't really matter what part of the state, as long as you move there, you get like all kinds of benefits. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if we had the pretty decent job offer and we can take advantage of those incentives i think i'd be open to moving to alaska and then she says because we're not moving there (laughs) what was the whole point and then she just walks away (laughs) what was the whole point of me breaking my head open weighing the pros and cons thinking that get it get it out of your system now now. (laughs) that's exactly (laughs) what it was i saw you when we watched the the insomnia movie, you were like, you know, it's kind of nice up there when you get like just darkness for a couple of weeks in a row. So you like, get a lot of free going. ice. All the free ice you can drink. Oh, is it yes, Thirty yes. Days of Night? The vampires? <laughs> Have you seen the vampires up there? Yeah. <laughs> they fuck you up for thirty days straight. Thirty okay, nights all right, straight. All right. Admittedly, that's a big con. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the, con. the vampires. <laughs> but with all the tax breaks, I can't afford not to. <laughs> well, listeners, today we are talking about May fourth, fifth, and beyond because Cinco de Mayo is around the corner this Friday, actually. Ooh. Oh God! Este viernes. This is the holiest of Fridays. But Cinco de Mayo is so boring. <laughs> Said no Juan ever. <laughs> <laughs> eh, eh, but I like see it. What I, I did like there? it. I, I like it. it. Oh, oh, the studio audience did not like it. <laughs> now we are going to talk about Cinco de Mayo, but before we talk about that, there's a number that comes before that, which is the number four. And it is May the 4th. This is a celebration of Star Wars, as I understand it. And I'd like to run it by you, the team here. Do you have any way which you celebrate May the 4th? Well, I'm actually... Uh, I get it now. Yes, May the 4th be with you. God damn it. <laughs> I Mr. don't Kelso. think I do. I really I really don't think I do. I, don't, I think it's been a long time since I actually watched a Star Wars and uh not oh you don't have disney plus well that's okay i have the the dvds yeah but i just haven't you're missing out on mandalorian and obi-juan kenobi obi-juan i thought his name was hugh one <laughs> kenobi Man, there's so yeah, many. So McGregor you haven't seen any of those? I have not actually. No. What the fuck, dude? You could like, so you, you could get the trial period and just binge the shit out of the Star Wars series. 
Some of them are pretty good. Yeah. That's right. And I'm not a I'm not a Star Wars fan, but I I, I did no, enjoy I Mandalorian know, yeah. and uh, uh, even those uh, shorts, the anime shorts of the Star Wars. Some of them are pretty badass. Oh yeah, I heard about yes. that. That's dude, yes. fucking samurai samurai uh, uh, Jedi's, dude. Get the fuck get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> So may the 4th be with you. It's very nice. May the 4th. Well, living on the border and being Hispanic. Wait, are we at the full scoop yet? Do, oh. He's, he's cutting into it. I'm fucking just, I'm doing it. Oh, he's doing it. I'm doing it. We got to talk about Should the do it? Increíble Hulk. Oh, okay. First. But save that. That's good energy. Yes. But <laughs> well, it's gonna be ruined later. Though, so I do it on the day. <laughs> now we go from Star Wars to another Disney-owned property with Mr. Winston Smith. Thank you very much, Antonio. Well, last month I started my little trip down memory lane of the MCU, and I started with Iron Man. So this month I decided what MCU movie better encapsulates Mexican tradition. Than the Incredible Hulk, right? What? Think about of course. it. Think about it. Uh. In that movie, Doctor Bruce Banner has tried to escape his life, and he's a refugee, and he's a fugitive, and he sought refuge in Brazil. So, yeah, oh, actually, the beginning of the movie takes place in Brazil, but that's close enough. You know, I think uh, that's as close to Mexico as the MCU had gotten I at mean, that point. You that's know? not what, what the Brazilians would say. <laughs> Anyways, this movie was actually released June in the same year as Iron Man. Remember I mentioned Iron Man had been released and The Dark Knight. The Incredible that's Hulk right. also came out that same year, and it's probably the most forgotten of the early MCU, but... It's pretty darn enjoyable. I, I certainly liked it better than Ang Lee's version of the Hulk, which sadly really does not hold up, especially some of the visuals. But in this movie, they got a lot of things right. You know, uh, they had a very creative opening credit sequence. You know, we're treated to Bruce Banner's gamma radiation accident. It's a nice homage to the 70s Hulk series. Uh, present are his love interest, Betty Ross, and her father, General Thunderbolt Ross. You know, they witness Bruce's first transformation, which, of course, transformed him not just into the Hulk, but into a wanted fugitive. And I liked how they tied in his experiments and elements of the Hulk story with the Super Soldier Project that created Captain America, a movie which they hadn't even written yet. But again, it's a little wink-wink to the fans of what's coming later. Yes. The cast is pretty good here. It's not the picture-perfect casting that Iron Man had, but there's some gems in there. Everyone li loves Liv Tyler, of course. William Hurt, he really looks like Thunderbolt Ross come to life. But I'm still not it's sure how with I Edward feel. Norton? Yeah, I, I, that's the one with him. And that's what I'm going to say. I'm not sure how I feel about Edward Norton as Bruce Banner. He's a terrific actor, and he does a pretty good job with the role here. But I feel there's this confident intensity behind his eyes that I really don't think the character of Bruce Banner should have. You know, I feel right. he should be insecure and worried uh, about, you know, when the Hulk's going to bust out. But here he's just, he's a little too intense for the role. Uh, I think his performance as Bruce just doesn't really tap the sense of tragedy that Bill Bixby before him or Mark Ruffalo after him really nailed. But for the Hulk himself... I am glad to say the technology really started to evolve to the point where a Hulk could be realistically rendered. 
Unlike Ang Lee's Hulk, which unfortunately at times looked too much like he was made out of green Play-Doh, the CGI just really did not hold up. But there are no such problems here. Nor here, the Incredible pants. Hulk, truly, <laughs> no, that's true. They did not hold up. But here, the Incredible Hulk the truly wasn't is what it, incredible what it is today. <laughs> yeah, there are, the pant technology had to catch up. That's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> but the Hulk's first appearance here almost comes across like a horror movie. It's very similar to how it's played off in the first Avengers movie later on. The scene is darkly lit with bits of harsh light. The special ops soldiers who are sent in to capture him are completely overwhelmed. They don't stand a chance. And best of all, we don't get a clear look at the Hulk. Not just yet. He's mostly shrouded in shadows and steam. But you get a clear of the sense of his power right away as he tears apart an entire factory building before making his escape. From there, the story becomes a chase film as everyone is after the Hulk. In particular, the main villain of the piece, Emil Blonsky, as played by the always amazing Tim Roth. Tim Roth is just perfect as a villain in anything he does, and he even gets a couple of mano a mano scenes against the Hulk, first as a human and then later as the abomination in a city-smashing battle across Harlem. And of course, this movie also ends with a post credits scene, although here it's actually before the credits rolled. Uh, mm-hmm. I think Marvel wasn't too confident yet in fans staying all the way through the end of the credits to watch a little post scene, so they actually put it before the credits rolled. But it's got Robert Downey Jr. showing up as Tony Stark to meet with General Ross at a bar. And once again, it's just really cementing for the fans that these characters really will be interacting with each other at some point. So well done on that one, Marvel. Overall, The Incredible Hulk, I think it's mostly okay. I don't think it's a great movie. I don't think it's as bad as some people make it out to be. It, It doesn't live up to the level of greatness that Iron Man set up. But I recently rewatched it, and I found it really engaging. I was really into it. I was really into the action. I think the action scenes are great. Uh, like I said, the acting yeah. is also pretty good. So it, it does kind of stand up, you know. Of course, on the Congo scale, I gave the first Iron Man movie a near-perfect nine. Here, I think I'd give The Incredible Hulk somewhere between a six and a seven. You know, it's like I said, it is enjoyable, yeah, and it's fun. But it is a bit of a small stumble in the early stages of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But it's still right. a fun time and worth the rewatch for veterans of the MCU or a first time watch for any new fans. I, I call agree. bullshit. I, movie. I saw it in theaters. It was I fucking good. hated it. You hated it, really? <laughs> no, I'm not going to lie. I fucking hated it. Like you said, uh, Edward Norton was not the person for that fucking Yeah, I, I agree. I think that was a big misstep. And the, I, uh, I the, uh, the budget him. wasn't as good as it, it could have been. For the uh, yeah, we're we're still too we're still too early in in the MCU to to get those hundred millions dollar budgets that the Avengers movies would get yeah. later on, right? But so. nonetheless, it's still a very good watch. Uh, yeah, tear shit up, I love it. He's the color of an Uber. He's <laughs> the Hulk He's wears purple pants. You know what else is purple? Uvas, and Uvas brings us back to Mexico. <laughs> The Hulk is both green and purple, my favorite types of grapes, which I eat (laughs) when I visit Mexico all the time. And speaking of Mexico, we are talking today about Cinco de Mayo. Now, I would like to ask you, gentlemen, do you know where Cinco de Mayo comes from? White people. (laughs) It's a bigger celebration here (laughs) in the United States 
than it is in Mexico. Is it? That finally, I can tell you. There's finally more Mexicans in the U.S. than in Mexico. That's why. <laughs> They're all here now. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about it. Cinco de Mayo is a holiday that is celebrated annually every Cinco de Mayo. And if you're too white, uh, that is May 5th. That's all that means. It commemorates the Mexican army's unlikely victory over the French at the Battle of Puebla. And what is the Battle of Puebla? Well, at the time, um, you know, there's this war going on. And uh, in response to Mexico's failure to, to pay a debt, France sent uh, an army to invade Mexico and establish a French-controlled government. The Mexican army, led by Ignacio Zaragoza, had fewer troops and less modern weaponry than the French. So if you can picture the movie 300 with the Spartans, but instead of Spartans, it was Mexicans. This and is Mexico! <laughs> it's and up as in chanclas. And they did their own. <laughs> so <laughs> no not armor. much of a, of a wardrobe change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can picture that. I'd watch that one. And, and they, they held their own, and actually they, they won, whereas the Spartans, they did not win. So uh, Mexicans are no, better than Spartans just when you're just looking at that. So that is where it comes from. The, and now the celebrations are very popular in both the United States uh, and, and obviously in Mexico, but they're so popular in the, U, in the U.S. that there's, you know, there's festivals, there's, uh, some people get days off from work, and uh, a lot of people drink tequila and, and all this Cerveza. stuff. So I'd like, to, I'd like to pass it around and ask uh, how you would celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Do you celebrate it as, as much as you celebrate the 4th of July? I asked, I asked Dad once, I said, Dad, what is Cinco de Mayo all about? And he said, well, it was a fight where the Mexicans kicked the French's ass. And I said, wow, awesome. And he said, ah, it's not that impressive. Everybody has kicked the French's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So I was like, mm, oh, touché. okay, never mind. Touché. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, it was, never, it was never a big thing uh, as far as I remember growing up. I really don't think we ever did anything. I think we talked about this for 16 de septiembre, the actual... Spanish Independence Day that the we're actually like, really celebrating. Oh shit! Was it Cinco de Mayo? What the fuck? No, no, Cinco de Mayo is just okay. a victory, like he said, just a victory over the French army, but not their actual right. independence. I think Cinco de Mayo started for us back uh, when. Grade. I don't remember what fucking grade we were. It was back when Julio Cesar Chavez got got that fucking win. Uh, in the boxing ring. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think even ever since then, it's turned into a boxing tradition. Uh, shit, every Mexican boxer, they, they, they reserve the slate for for Mexican, uh, top Mexican boxers, Julio Cesar Chavez, Canelo Alvarez, uh, De La Hoya. Uh, they, and uh, Canelo's actually going to fight this. Uh, it's May 6th because they got to do it on Saturday, okay? Right. Can't, can't be on a Friday, Saturday pay per view, bro. So it's gonna, right. Canelo's gonna fight again for in for Cinco de Mayo on the sixth, uh, fighting Ryder, I believe. And so yeah, they should have put him in against a French guy. 
just reliving it in the ring. Oh, we'd never lose. <laughs> Sacrifice some poor Frenchman. Oh. Get in there, Pierre. Oh no. Suck the blue. But well, uh, yeah, I think that's that's the extent of of my Cinco de Mayo is is the uh, pay per view boxing mat about. I mean, I like that. At least that's a tradition or something to, to actually right. look forward to. Like I said, I got I got nothing. I don't, I don't <laughs> think I even know anybody whose birthday's on May fifth that I could at least celebrate. You know, I, let's catch you uh, uh your celebration instead. Well, uh, since we are talking about Mexico and uh, we don't have much for celebrations or parades around here, I did want to ask, what is your favorite Mexican food? Pizza. <laughs> is this where they put the taco uh, ingredients on the on the pizza itself? If you think about it, a pizza is just a giant taco, you know, folded in half. Right, it's a soft shell yeah. taco. They, they, they call they call it what is that a, a calzone when they fold it in half? But we know it's a taco. Come on, <laughs> calzone. I'd rather have a taco. So not so that way. <laughs> No albondigas, I mean, favorite. no mole, I mean, no... We... Uh, oh, okay, pozole. You know, pozole. Pozole is a good one. They, these one. are things, I'm asking for things that they, they don't sell at Taco Bell. Okay? <laughs> things, ah. things that Americans would not know. Well, I mean, heck, we grew up with Mexican food, so I can only imagine, you know... I can't really think about what, what to say is my favorite Mexican food of all, especially now that I've gone vegan, you know, and uh, it's no longer cilantro. the same. Cilantro. <laughs> That's all I can have is cilantro. Damn it. You can have pico de gallo on, on tacos. That's too cold for me. It goes on the cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> I can think about what I, what I, I'm trying to think about what I don't like. Oh, my God. Enchiladas, flautas. No, no, no. Oh, I love enchiladas. Gorditas. Gorditas, yes, of course. It, they're all like fine for number one. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm now talking flautas, about women. I do apologize. Albondigas. Um, what are albondigas for our crowd? It is essentially meatballs in a type of soup, really, or stew. Right. And it's it's a meatball stew, and it's friggin' delicious. It's rice, uncooked rice wrapped in a ball of ground beef, right? And boiled. You boil it up, and then you and serve it. Serve it with rice, with some papas and zanahorias. Oh, yeah. It's the shit. And it's 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 much better than. Then it sounds, it sounds real. It yeah, sounds I shouldn't weird. describe it like that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> just scratch that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we'll just put photos of some really good at one I had this one friend. Um, first time he tried tamales. Uh, we, we got to talking oh, about no. it and the tamales came oh, up. Oh, no. And he was like, fuck those things. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Why? You need to watch, watch your tone when you say that. I'm talking about tamales like that, and he, and he he described to me the first time that uh, someone recommended him eating tamales, and this fucking douchebag has to not not have been Mexican. Right. I, I'm ninety nine percent sure because he told him to go to the H E B 
the grocery store and purchase canned tamales from canned a fucking tamales? from a fucking can. That's a thing. Oh, that's a hard pass. And until he told me, I called out. I was like, bullshit. And no, I looked it up, and they fucking exist. You can go to the grocery store and buy a can full of tamales. But Ew, there's a question of whether you should. And you should. right, you no, should, you definitely you should, not. should not. But he didn't finish explaining how you're supposed to oh. eat these things, and uh, he, it, it's basically the what is it, the husk or what the the, yeah, yeah, yeah you could call the, it the husk, husk of the corn dried out. And then you put, um, what is it, like f- flour? What do you call that? Masa? Right. Some dough. God damn, it's, it's just like flour, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's you dough. line I don't the, think we know husk. how to say masa. In I don't know how to <laughs> say masa, but it's masa. In English. Yeah. And then you, and then you put uh, different meats that you'd like some put pork chicken there's all sorts of different kinds and then you wrap it up and you boil it or you steam it and when it's ready you take it out and you remove the husk well no one told him he had to remove the husk oh. and he kept trying to chew through that oh, thing he ate it with the wrapper he ate the wrapper and he was put, completely put him off for the rest of his life. Like he won't even have the best ones. He won't try it because it'll come back and he'll be like, Ugh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, don't take advice from someone that's not Mexican. I'm, I'm eating Mexican food. Yeah. That was, thumbs down. Uh, I, think I, I have a story regarding, oh, uh, it's not Mexican food. It's, it's, Vegan, of course. It's paella. You know, you guys know paella. Pineapple? No, not pineapple. No, paella. It's like like a rice Yeah, you get something, get something paella and get something pa ti. (laughs) (laughs) Paella is a Spanish Spanish meal. It's rice and things like that. Oh, we'll get to Uh, the Spanish. And yes. And so Mrs. Smith and I were talking one time. And I don't remember how we got into the topic of it, but I mentioned... Oh, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've had paella. It's actually pretty good. And she right away, she's like, you didn't have paella. I said, what are you talking about? She said, you, didn't have, you, you would never eat paella. I go, well, first of all, this was even before I met you. How are you telling me what I didn't eat? She said, you didn't eat paella. You don't know what things are called. You had a parriada. And I'm like, I know what a parriada is. <laughs> I had a paella. It was a homemade paella, <laughs> and a friend of mine's like, "Look, this is paella. It's a Spanish dish, and we shared paella. I know what paella is." It's, and then she's like, "Yeah," she was totally adamant that you didn't have what you think you had. She she might she could have been right, you know. Never <laughs> mind. Was was were there any uh, uh, clams or or things like that in the paella? There was some type of a uh, like fish stuff in there, you know, seafood. Let's put it that way. It was like seafood in there. Which you I didn't know about. Like, I didn't really ask what you was in it. You may have had ceviche. Right. Oh, he, he you know, I don't care player. for that. I mean, I've tried it. And I'm like, nope, this is not for me. Ceviche. Well, you know, I'm glad it you brought like up these, the Spanish because there is an interesting story here. Um, it's not necessarily that. related to Cinco I like Mario, stories. But it, is, it is about um, the Aztecs defending themselves against Spanish conquistadors. And it is a two-sentence story that has so much uh, 
poignancy and humor in it. So it turns out that in 1521, uh, during the siege of the Aztec capital of Tecnochtitlan, Hernán Cortés and his conquistadors attempted to build a trebuchet. They succeeded, but the very first shot went straight up and landed on the machine, and it was... <laughs> Son of a <laughs> bitch! <laughs> Who the Who fuck did those calculations? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> That's something out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It was sorry. shit anyways. I didn't like it. <laughs> Let's just go with a battery ram. <laughs> That's more traditional. <laughs> So, so the Aztecs <laughs> could have just waited and the conquistadors would have eventually <laughs> defeated they themselves. They would have killed themselves. <laughs> <laughs> it should have just hold up for a God while. Like, let's let them try God whatever. Goddamn smallpox, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. They were standing downwind and lost because of that. Uh, apparently two of these machines were built and... Uh, they, were, they didn't uh, even want to test to the second one. Forget <laughs> it. Forget <laughs> it. <laughs> the stones which they were to throw uh, were falling a distance at a foot of the engine itself. Uh, Cortes <laughs> was excessively annoyed with this soldier for having persuaded him to listen to his schemes and ordered the machines to be destroyed. So it was, uh, it was a success in a sense that it launched a projectile. You idiots! <laughs> <laughs> Who's idea, Who's idea was the trebuchet? Whose idea was the trebuchet? All I want to do is throw big fucking rocks. <laughs> uh, maybe we should just make it the meatballs. Was that Italian? <laughs> that Italian? That's Italian. That's not French. Put that I don't even say that. One. Just, just have it. Just have French it. Toss do, you, do you think the Aztecs were just laughing <laughs> at them? Because <laughs> I guarantee you, they probably have never seen a trebuchet before. And Dude, like, they were they fucking. Building? They what must have been astounded. They, they took, never it took seen them one week to anyone to like fucking destroy themselves. They turn around like, dude, these guys aren't fucking around. <laughs> they just fucking <laughs> killed themselves. <laughs> Imagine what they're going to fucking do to us. Let's just surrender. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the death whistles. <laughs> all right. That they is must all be I immortal. Have. So this all is happened on Cinco de Mayo? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's the true celebration, right oh, you there. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna is print it? a trebuchet now in honor do of not, the Do not look that up. But that's another story where the uh, the the French were involved and it did not pan out. So <laughs> yet another. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if the French were involved, then it's definitely Monty Python and the Holy Grail at this point. <laughs> Nothing, we already have one. Hello. Who is it? No. So, we we talked about favorite Mexican food. What about your favorite French food? You know, I don't know what French food is other than oh. a baguette. What the fuck is that? Uh, a it's a bread. A baguette? <laughs> <laughs> what, what was that? <laughs> It's not paella, I will tell you that. It's not a paella. 
I told her, I was like, you know, I had a baguette one time. You've never had a baguette. You had a bag of something. (laughs) (laughs) They were Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its, you guys. I do like French fries. But they are not so French. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite French. (laughs) There it is. I went Italian. uh, I couldn't find the right one. (laughs) (laughs) There it is. (laughs) You're a couple hundred kilometers off, you know, over to the east in Italy. Oh, the the crepes? Crepes? The crepes? 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 Crepes. The croissant, the croissant, the which we... Wait, 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 but it's crepes. Suzette. Crepe Suzette. Oh, my God. Is it really called a crepe Suzette? Well, that's what it says there. Wow. Okay, I just made... I just, like, figured out a joke from... Uh, you guys remember Tailspin? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They the lived bear. in... They lived in... It's, it's, a, it's a whole... Uh, you mean like a seaport. Though. It's a seaport. Antonio. And the seaport <laughs> is actually called... Cape Suzette. Uh, and there's French, French, uh, and there's French, French pirates. There's French pirates. Don Carnage. Uh, oh, the cheese. <laughs> 30 years later, I'm making this connection. Whoa. This is awesome. But that's not the crepes, though. I know. That looks like meaty, savory crepes. Oh, it says dessert. Right. Sauce caramel. Is this like a sandwich on again where we don't know what we're eating? Salt caramel. Yeah. You know, that's probably why she doubted I ate a paella because I didn't know what a sanguichon was, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> I think for years, every time I ate a big hoagie, I told people I just ate a sanguichon. And mom's like, wow, he really likes sanguichones? The way I said it, uno. They look like uh, unfolded enchiladas. Yeah. yeah. Uncut enchiladas. Yeah. Un- un- or uncut. Uh, Unrolled. Chilaquiles. And there's not enough like uh, rice Jeez. to go with it or anything. <laughs> it's just swimming in the sauce. It. You just eat it like that. They're doing it all wrong. What do they lose? <laughs> I feel like the French only tell us their food is really good and high end, but I don't think I could subsist on a diet of that. <laughs> it's an acquired taste for a reason. Unless you have those. It's French an acquired fries, taste. Yeah. All right. I think we should take this one out. Well, we've certainly learned a lot today, listeners, about Cinco de Mayo and all the wackiness that comes with Mexican history. I think. I hope. Because otherwise, you're going to find out that we're a bunch of three uninformed Mexicans about our own cultural (laughs) heritage. Ignorant American (laughs) Mexicans. I think at this point, the Americans know more about Cinco de Mayo than the Mexicans do. <laughs> and this episode was a disservice. <laughs> My apologies to Mexico. <laughs> Lord, I apologize to all the And the French and the Italians. And the <laughs> ah, if anything, we have unified them against us. <laughs> Anyways, listeners, you can find links for today's stories in the show notes if there are any. And next week, we'll be talking about how to get better sleep in honor of Better Sleep Month by Tempur-Pedic. <laughs> <laughs> Send us in your uh, sleep remedies. huh? Oh, yeah. Good one. I got a couple of, a couple of sleep stories. 
stay tuned. And if you like what you hear, support us with a review wherever you listen to us. It helps us grow the Full Scoop community, and that keeps the lights on. You've just received the Full Scoop. Poisson. Le Poisson. How I love Le Poisson. What the fuck is it? That's from the, 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 no, the Little Mermaid. Uh. When he's cooking up the, the fish. Same era. Le Poisson. Le Poisson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh.